It's 1.15 in the morning. It don't matter if it's 10.15, 11.15, 3.15, God moves however he wants to. So right now, we're going to rededicate our yes. We're going to rededicate our yes towards his amen. We're going to rededicate every encounter that we spent with God since we've been here. We're going to rededicate every word that God spoke over our lives that we have witnessed because he brought forth great change in different areas of our lives. Yeah, we're going to rededicate our commitment. We're going to rededicate his characteristics demonstrated in us. We're going to rededicate how we treat ourselves. We're going to rededicate how we treat others. We're going to rededicate how we use our faith. We're going to rededicate. Let's rededicate. As much as we renew our mind, we rededicate. As much as we embrace the wisdom of God, we rededicate. Tomorrow is gone. The new day right here, rededicate. I rededicate my heart back to you, God. I rededicate my ways back to you, God. I rededicate my thoughts unto you, God. I rededicate my giving of thanks unto you, God. I rededicate my praise, Lord God. I rededicate my humility concerning you. I rededicate me being a good steward. I rededicate me being a representative of Christ. I rededicate with all the knowledge you place within me. I rededicate being quickened and sharpened regarding anything. I rededicate. I rededicate my time. I rededicate my input for your output. I rededicate your vision upon my life. I rededicate. How I conduct myself, I rededicate your image being seen in and through my life. I rededicate to my purpose of being here. I rededicate towards my destiny. Seeing more and more of destiny. Destined to be here because of destiny. And here comes God, Quenisha. I rededicate my glory unto your life. I rededicate my word being seen clearly in and through your life. I rededicate my virtues. I rededicate. My might, I rededicate my power, I rededicate my strength, I rededicate my grace, I rededicate my mercy, I rededicate my promises, I rededicate my thoughts concerning you, I rededicate salvation concerning you, I rededicate restoration and redemption of all things unto you, I rededicate realm upon realms upon your life, I rededicate. My heart, my passion, my position as a creator back onto you. I rededicate 
When I say before you enter into your mother's womb, I knew you. I rededicate. When I say before the foundation of the world, I rededicate the day I decided in the beginning. I rededicate as your God. I rededicate as the highest in your life. I rededicate that I'm not a man that I shall lie. I rededicate my availability unto you. I rededicate all of eternal, everything that I, that is eternal unto you. Everything eternally I rededicate unto you. I rededicate as your God, as your everything, as the one you seek first. I rededicate my wisdom unto you. I rededicate my working of miracles concerning you. I rededicate the healing. I rededicate the knowledge of me back into you. I rededicate. Every time you give, therefore you receive. I rededicate that you live under an open heaven. I rededicate how all of heaven eyes upon you, realm upon realm. That is my heaven and my kingdom concerning you. I rededicate my kingdom concerning you. I rededicate your citizenship in my kingdom concerning you. I rededicate you seated at the right hand of me. Because of me, I rededicate everything I have afforded unto you as your God. I rededicate me being a provider. I rededicate me being a healer. I rededicate me being your way maker. I rededicate every time I prepare a way of an escape. I rededicate my mercy upon your life because of my grace. I rededicate my faithfulness unto you. I rededicate, I rededicate, I rededicate as much as you renew your mind. I rededicate as your God unto you. Every time you wake up, I rededicate. My love is new and fresh every day. I rededicate. Did I say there are no limitations to what you can do? I rededicate when I say the land floor with milk and honey. I rededicate, Quinesha. I rededicate. Who else listening? I rededicate. I'll make a song. Dedicate, dedicate, dedicate unto you. Say of your God. Also, your friend. I rededicate my friendship unto you. I rededicate every time my eyes are on you. I rededicate every hair on your head that I said that I numbered. I rededicate when I say you the apple of my eye. I rededicate when I say that you are the light of the world. Because you have my glory on the inside of you. That outshines every form of darkness. I rededicate. My personal relationship with you. I rededicate that I so love you that I gave my only begotten son concerning you. I rededicate, I rededicate, I rededicate. Right here in front of you, looking at you saying, I rededicate. Every time you look for me and I came up through and helped you every single time. I rededicate. Even at times you didn't see me moving on your behalf. I rededicate. Every time you lead not to your own understanding, I rededicate. But in all your ways you acknowledge me for me to direct your path. I rededicate. 
Every time you stand fast, every time you stand firm, I rededicate. Beloved, I rededicate. Beloved, I rededicate. It's a song where you release your faith unto me and I release my demonstrations back in return. I rededicate every time you come to me in spirit, out in truth. I rededicate every time you notice the correction need to be made and you make that correction. I rededicate that you don't condemn yourself. I rededicate when you sit there and count it all joy. I rededicate everything I have written down concerning you and your future. I rededicate for you to know that your future is brighter than your past. I rededicate to you, beloved. I rededicate. I rededicate. I wanted you to give this morning so you can know that I rededicate when you rededicate. We are in this together. It's an even exchange. I rededicate. Yes, Jesus. I rededicate as your Lord and your personal Savior. I rededicate when I stood up in the kingdom and said, now it's time for salvation. I rededicate my yes when I came in the earth in the flesh who knew no sin, took all your sin so you could be made right. I rededicate your citizenship in the kingdom due to a blood-bought right. I rededicate every time you take communion because you believe when I died, you died spiritually. And when I got up, you got up also. I rededicate every sermon I have preached walking the face of the earth. I rededicate. I rededicate as your Lord. I rededicate as your King. I rededicate as Jesus in your life. I rededicate my time. I rededicate my loyalty. I rededicate my passion. I rededicate everything that I've written also concerning you. I write things down too as your Lord. I rededicate. Every time you look at God, you look at me. I rededicate. I rededicate. I rededicate. Every form of persecution I have faced walking in the earth, I rededicate. Every time I stood when I was denied and rejected, I rededicate. Every time someone didn't use their faith to believe that I am Messiah, I rededicate. Every miracle I released in the earth, I rededicate. And greater works I release unto you to do also, I rededicate. I rededicate when I say, Father, it is finished, I rededicate. Sometimes God can give us a dream and you don't know how to describe detail by detail, but you can remember due to a certain encounter you remembered in that dream. And when you have dreams like that, that's because God is knitting it in your soul. He's knitting it, stitching it in you. And when it gets heavy like that, the natural body can't comprehend what the spirit just embraced. A lot of times God can speak to us in our sleep. It's more effective than when we are awake because a lot of things are going on regarding our mind. The subconscious is, I'm telling you, a very powerful part of the brain. It stores information that your midbrain and your hindbrain and your forebrain is not even thinking about. 
It's a constant of thinking. It's things that you're thinking about that happened eight years ago, but not in a negative sense. It just stores and it goes over information that's been programmed in our minds. Hallelujah. When we renew our minds and keep them on God, I'm telling you, everything becomes new. Even the things that's programmed in your subconscious. We have a earthly suit that we do have. Just because we receive being healed, it does not mean that you don't command your body to come alongside with that theology. Have to command your body, have to command your soul and your spirit. We have to. We have to. The devil's seeking how can he get in? Who can he use around you? What person, what place or thing that he could get in? He's trying to get in. Because you kicked him out. How can I get in your home? How can I get back in your life? How can I get in your mind? How can I get in your children? How can I get in the ones that's not even here? How can I get in your marriage? How can I get in your business? How can I get in your finances? How can I get in your health? How can I get in your vision, in your eyes and say what I don't want you to say, but I know that you already know because God dealt to every man, demands your faith. But I can take your eyes off of God if I can get in your mind for a second. If I can get in your heart for a little bit, then I got you. How can I get you back? Will you say no more to me, says Satan? I thank God that I also know how Satan feels. That I can speak on his behalf that he can't even stand. And there's nothing he can do about it. The pit where he currently resides is very, very cold. Colder than the North Pole. Every time I go to the pit, there are different realms to the pit. Like there are different realms in the kingdom. The higher we go up, the better it gets. The lower God took me down, the deeper and darker it gets. And they will try to find things to cover up because they are cold. He went from saying, keep out. Don't come in my pit. Stay out of my thoughts. See, the thing is, he can't keep us away. We can keep him away. That's because we rule and we reign. We don't rule and reign over each other. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty to the pulling down of what strongholds. Stop thinking your neighbor is your enemy. No matter if they're being used by Satan or not. That's still a soul. That's still a person. That's still a child of God. They still have purpose. They still have destiny as being here. God exposed things for us, exposed it unto him. 
not towards each other. Anytime we have a thought to tear someone down due to thinking less of them, if it's nothing good to say, don't say it. Say, say, keep out of my pit. Stay out of my workshop. Stay out of those basements I go to. Stay out of that demonic house that I reside in. Stay out of the demonic realms, Quenisha. Stay out. Don't cast my plan down. Don't declare and decree over things. How can I get you to not declare and decree? What can I do? Who can I use? I'm searching, I'm searching, I'm searching, but she won't let me in. I'm searching and I'm searching. She just rededicated her life. She just renewed her mind. She just recognized, she just remembered the goodness of her God, of her Lord. And Lord is not God, Lord is Christ. He's Lord of us lords. Let's stop confusing them as an identity, as to who they are, and expecting them to move. But in your heart, you think thinking God, but call him Lord Christ. Even though Christ only do what God does. But if you want to call on Christ, call on him. Don't call on him when you call on God's name. Call on God, call on God. You get the same results from them both. But I'm not going to call God the names of Christ and call Christ the names of God. Call Holy Spirit the name of Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Everything has its own name. Hallelujah. Satan went from saying, keep out. And he knew that he couldn't keep me out. Then he went from saying, keep out to keep warm. And I don't feel no coldness. Nothing that he's encountering, I don't even feel when I go there. Let's get it together. And let's keep it well together. God is connecting for his purpose. His namesake. He's being misrepresented too many times. Generation upon generation. People say how to worship God. How to praise God. How you look when you worship. What is it to be this religion? You got to live this way. You got to act this way. You can't do this. Can't do that. You must pray this way, this amount of hours. You must fast for things that you already have a right to. When it comes to our fasting, we don't fast for what we already have. You don't fast for healing. You can fast for the wisdom to know that you are healed. To declare that over your body. You don't fast to gain what you already have. You don't fast for abundance. You can fast for God's will being done. You can fast for more clarification. You can fast for empowerment. 
See, the fasting is regarding you. Because what comes after the fast is connected to everybody else but you. But we still benefit. Fasting to become better for who? Not just for you. When we think about others, that's how God moves freely. We got to stop thinking about ourselves, but still having a heart for God continuously. I don't know what's going on at this point of my life. And many of us try to figure it out and put other things there. Leave it open. God wants you open. Your schedule is clear because you are open. You feel that sense that you want to become better? You're open. Stay open. Staying open is staying hungry. Staying open is staying available. Stay open. So it can fill you up. Stay open. Stay focused. Stay alert. So you can know what's going on in your life. If you got too many things on your agenda, you're not going to be able to sit back and see what God is doing, the mighty works upon your life. You don't just do things every now and then, every other day. It's all the day long. He's constantly moving, constantly speaking, constantly releasing. For you to constantly receive Constantly from the kingdom. If your life don't look like the kingdom. Stay open. Today is a day for you to be poured into like never before. It's so rewarding to be able to prophesy what God is saying or even tell you things to come or give warnings. But guess what? If it's not of God, it's not of God. All the power comes from him. When we stop thinking about how we benefit because of him. And just seek him first. That is the benefits of God. Not just seeking him. Seek me and my kingdom. He didn't say seek me first in heaven. Seek me first in my kingdom. The kingdom of what? The kingdom of God. Seek me, hunger for me, thirst for me with a pure heart. With a pure heart. With nothing else in the way. 
Nothing else on your mind. We rededicate I can feel what's happening in the earth. The glory that's already here is penetrating every spirit that has a hunger to bring about great change. If you're thinking about success concerning you coming up higher, Resourcefully, you're thinking about yourself. Take the attention off of you. I do the same. Put it back on him and keep it there. Keep the attention there on him. You know what it's like not to worry. And know that God got you. You know what it's like to give praise because you know that he got you before. And he's still the same today. We are being watched. We are being observed. And God's reminded me, Quenisha, people are really watching you because they really respect me through you and respect your hunger for me. And people been approaching me since, what, the last month. And it's starting to be more and more. Someone come to me and say, I saw you or I seen you. Oh, wonderful. Some God will have a walk right in front of you or be in the same, under the same roof in some places. Wow, okay, good to see you here. Let's rededicate our hunger back. If there's anybody on your mind that you feel as though you don't want to be around, let's rededicate that feeling. Even though God can pull you away, it doesn't mean that your good deeds in your heart concerning that person from afar has to vanish away. Don't lose respect for nobody. Because anything you're lacking when you're encountering Christ, that's the first thing he's looking at. That very thing that we lack. It doesn't make sense to work on an attitude as a new creature when that's the old man. So what does that actually mean? What does that actually mean? That as a new creature, all things become new, but some old things try to float up. How can it float up when it doesn't have anything in the new? So what does that actually mean? Sometimes we try to come up with our own meanings and it can sound so good and dressed up and polished, but I want God's perspective. That word perspective coming from the kingdom is very powerful right now in this season. 
I want his perspective of my faith. I want his perspective of what it is to worship. What is it to give thanks? Can't give thanks from a heart that's troubled. A heart that's confused. And God's answering me. Just renew your mind. Renew your mind. Rededicate your life as much as you think of me. When you rededicate, you give yourself back over to me for me to release much more in return. So it's beneficial to do that as much as you want to. But I urge you to do it and do it now. When you are serious about your purpose, God begin to fill you up concerning it. Filled up to the point you can't even contain it. The devil trying all he can to distract us. Let me try to throw some things their way to put the attention on them. Even while we in full-time quote-unquote ministry. Since they're, not, they're, no longer, they're no longer doing the things that God used to have them to do. Now he have a different schedule for them. Where it's open. Where they can worship and praise and give thanks. And sit before God to release God much more. What can I do to gain their attention? Let me try to get them to be greedy for the things of this world. Let me have them to overeat while they're at home. Cook, 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 and go out and eat, eat, eat. That'll take their attention away. Let me have them watch a couple of things on TV. Become a TV addict. What can I do to take their minds off of their purpose, of their hunger, for their purpose of being here? God woke me up looking right in my face. I asked God a thing, show me your face. And God said to me, you ask of something that is too great for you. I ask, Father, because I know I can receive it. Because there's nothing that you cannot do. No matter if I'm in this earthly suit or not, there's nothing you cannot do. It don't matter what the natural body cannot comprehend. As I said before, my Father, my God, there's nothing you cannot do. No matter what it looks like, there's nothing you cannot do. No matter what it sounds like, regarding any sound that's trying to overtalk you, it can never because there's nothing you cannot do. Regarding me not knowing what's going on as to every aspect, 
No need to want to find out because there's nothing you cannot do. There's nothing you cannot do. Regarding everything that has my name on it, there's nothing you cannot do. So show me your face. And God, show me as much as I can take. And what I seen in his eyes, nothing but seriousness of his love concerning us. What does that look like? We got to remember, God is not of flesh. His thoughts are not of the flesh. Those are the thoughts that he's talking about. Not our spiritual thoughts because we're in his likeness. When he say, my ways are not your ways, my ways are not of your flesh. But it's of your spirit. That is the new man. Hallelujah. And to have God's eyes look at us and some of the things that we do in his presence and say, he see it, but that's not how he look at us. I'm going to commit my yes back over to him because I'm not here for me. I'm here because he loved me. I'm going all out with this. There's no going back from here. Every chain has been broken. Every stronghold had to come down. Every generational curse had to be cast down. Every root that was rooted itself in me, God has uprooted it. Even the things we're not even aware of, cast it down. God said, we are blessed in the city. We are blessed in the field. That means everywhere you go, blessing. The knowledge that God has imparted into us. Don't ever forget those benefits. Those are the benefits of God. Every deposit, which are every dream, every vision, every spoken word concerning us. Now, if you're connected to me, we're putting on our new garments today. We're putting on the crown of glory today. And we're going to finish this walk graciously, earnestly, generously, Mercifully. Got to be very slow to speak. Even when you encounter certain things, got to be an atmosphere shifter. We can't have the problem presented before us when God take us around people in different places and around things and we engage with their problem. No, we come to release a solution to it. 
shift up the atmosphere. There was a, there's a woman in my complex who take to me very well. Several that have met me, but this one has a lot of spirits of lust up on her. Because of the attention she has gotten because of her outer appearance. But she became very frustrated because she want people to love her for who she are. I mean, excuse me, for who she is on the inside. And not because how she look on the outside. Because at one point, some of us can entertain that. Let me wear these things to get attention. Let me say these things to get attention. Women and men. Let me get the fresh car to get attention. Let me flash money to get, let me get a degree. Let me get a license to get attention. Let me dress myself up to get attention. Let me broadcast for attention, for the attention seekers. The devil wants you to become an attention seeker. You know why? Because the, the, the attention is on you. It could be on me. And not on him anymore. On God. And she was somehow frustrated she is. I want guys to want me for me. Not for how I am. On the outside. She starts speaking about a lot of lustful things. I can't say she don't know any better. Yes she do. But she don't think better about herself. That's the problem. If you don't think of your worth, if you don't even know your worth, that is a problem. If you consider yourself to be worthless due to God so loving that he gave his son, that's a problem. Wisdom teach you God Supposed to have another plan. In fact, he had another plan before he even spoke the first plan. Because you're responsible for me. See, wisdom teaches you to have the audacity to know how to talk to God. I don't have to remind you to provide. That's who you are. Thank you. And leave it there. Don't keep trying to pick up what you left out. In the sense of, Father, I trust you. Father, I believe you. Don't pick that back up. Leave that believing in him. Leave that trust in him. And she was just talking and talking. And usually when somebody talks, I just give them the whole conversation to go ahead and carry themselves. And I'm, you know, I'm engaging. But I couldn't take no more of that. There's a saying, metaphorically speaking, two birds of a, of a feather, excuse me, flock together. That's not true. That's not true. Because you always have the ability to change your way of thinking. No matter if you two started out thinking the same, acting the same, 
somewhere one of you going to change your way of thinking. But it's not going to be no love loss. You understand? And she kept going on and on. And I thought for a second, why am I sitting here engaging with her while she's talking? That's not the way how I talk nor how I live. And God said to me, Quenisha, that's me sending people your way. Listen to them. So you can know how to respond. And I just bust out and said, blurted out and said, I want more for my life. And that's why I changed my life around. I don't want the world way anymore. It's not working for me. It leaves me unsatisfied. Even with relationships, that don't work for me. It can never satisfy me. Because it don't even know me. It's not created to even want to get to know me on that level. It's going to frustrate me. The world give me limitations and have me thinking I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't have enough. I can never be good enough. The world throw on us insecurities and it causes us to go crazy. That's why we all smoking and drinking, finding other ways to cope with earthly realities. Because it always throw in your, in your, you know, your eye gate, your ear gate. You're not good enough. And you never will be. But I want you to try to live up to that reality the best way you can. Think about yourself. Think about your family. Think about your feelings. Think about your emotions. Think about you. But God's way is think about others. His way is better to me. She was like, wow. Me too. The atmosphere was shifted. It wasn't no condemnation present. It wasn't no prejudging present. It was humility. And God's perspective of humility is nothing but you lowering yourself so others can live. And God said, that's why I'm favoring you so much, Quenisha, because of your humility. You have people to feel comfortable around you. But I must have you to be mindful. Don't become entangled. Don't conform to it. Because you are transformed. Because you have decided to renew your mind. Keep it that way. I want you to go to functions with people who do worldly things just that my presence show up, but don't become entangled. Enjoy the atmosphere. Have people feel love. You know what they're doing, what not to do. I trust you. And I receive your rededication today. I'm going to take you up higher concerning this thing. I'm going to show you your favor concerning this thing. Because you're serious about me. And I'm going to show you how serious I am about you. You're loyal unto me. I'm going to show you how loyal I am unto you. You committed. I'm going to show you my commitment unto you. Everything that God released unto us, we release it back to him. 
Nothing else he can receive but things of him. Back at him. There are no other words I can give God but only his. There are no other deeds but his. That's the satisfaction. Because everything else is beneath him. So that's why he says those who come to God know that he is God. Hallelujah. It's 1.59 in the morning and I feel like I done drunk three cups of coffee. Stop worrying about stuff. Say of God. Stop worrying about things. He told me to post that. Please hold on for a second. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I just wanted to get on here. Let's just take a couple of moments and just soak in his presence and receive what he's doing. It don't matter if you hear this hours from now. When you listen, I'm right there with you. You're right here with me before I even release this in the atmosphere. That's why I can talk as if you're already listening. Because I don't talk from a place that you will hear later. I'm talking to a place that's speaking to your spirit man now. I'm giving you all I got. As a connection. I got to. God showed me a football. Usually when he showed me a football, that means touchdown. Let's not care about the things that God say cast down, but care about the things that God want us to embrace. Let's take the attention off of us. Take our schedules off of us. Take everything off of us and put it back on him and let's keep it there. As much as you think about God's goodness, as much as you encounter God's goodness in your life and those around you, just keep staying in that place. That he is worthy of all the glory, honor, and praise. Because generation to generation upon generation, many of us even, walking with God, have our minds somewhere else, our hearts somewhere else, but we love him so much. But I want him to look at me and know that I know what he knows, that I do know that. Same goes for Christ and Holy Spirit on the inside of me. I decide to not eat anything for a half a day. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you why. Because I want more. Clarification. As to. What it means. To have a relationship with God. His perspective. Words that we use every day. We use our perspective. I want his. What is it to him for us to worship? What does it mean to him for us to enter into his gates and enter into his courts? Anybody can answer that, but what is it 
from his perspective. He's releasing his perspective regarding everything now. I wouldn't even be fulfilling my assignment if I just thought about me, my life, and my loved ones. To become more sharper and quicker. You see, I didn't say I'm fasting for peace or joy, fruits of the spirit and gifts of the spirit. We already have those as giftings. When we fast, it's because we want to become better spiritually, more quickened, more sharpened because of our hunger due to a passion. I don't want a mediocre lifestyle. I refuse. I know too much about God's kingdom to live a normal lifestyle. I'm not going to go year by year and say maybe next year when the opportunity is always present to exceed and excel. You're hungry, you're going to eat. You're thirsty, you're going to drink. So much happened when I fast just to become better for others. It's like I take the attention off of me and here goes a demonstration of it. Me giving up something I really like to do, which is eat. TV is not really a thing to me. So it wouldn't be more of a, it wouldn't be no sacrifice. I want to give up food, give up everything for a half a day and just sit before him and hear. We receive so much more when we sacrifice ourselves like that. Even when it comes to a yearly fast that many people do corporately, many people try to create a substitute Something that's very close to what they cannot have. That's not a sacrifice. That's you just doing it because you feel as though it's the, the right thing to do. Because everybody else is doing it. Because you were told to do it. All kinds of reasons. But it's not unto the glory of God concerning it. Because there's no sacrifice. When you're trying to find a substitute, something that's close to it. Where it tastes even the same. Or even talking about or bragging about how much you're suffering because of a fast. Why do you even think you're suffering to fast? Why are you ever thinking about is what you're giving up during the fast? To God, your heart not even in it. I thank God for the favor in my life. He can have somebody try to disrespect you, tear you down, and tell you things that God never said. And then turn back around and say, I love you. I thank God for you. I need you. Having people sow into your life and your children's life. Just stay where you belong. So you can receive all. I can receive all. Can't play hide and seek with God. He already see us. We can't never hide. God said, Quenisha, 
Whatever you do and all that you do, if you cannot do everywhere around everyone, then don't do it. How you are right here, that's how you are everywhere. You are atmosphere shifter. You can't have people that live worldly ways. Have you come under their influence? You know what that life is like already. You don't like that. That's why you under my influence. I also want them under my influence. I filled you up to gain them back to me. I bless you to be a blessing to bless them back to me. I also have blessings with their name on it. They can only come from being under my influence. Go get them and bring them back to me. There's nothing worse than being on a mission to go do something of God and you forget about the importance of the mission and become entangled. We don't have to be afraid of backsliding when you have a hunger and your mind stayed on Christ. Many of us are afraid of messing up. God saying, keep your feet from being moved. Stop thinking backwards. And when we're moving forward, let's not look back. Let's not go back. God even changing the way how we metaphorically speak. God said, Quenisha, yes, God. Yes, Yahweh. Don't ever use the metaphor fall back again. Okay. Because I'm moving you forward. I get what you're saying, but it don't make sense. Don't ever say you do too much again either. Because I say above what you can ask or even think. Don't say something look bad and you think it's you're thinking about good. If it look good, it look good. Don't say that's a bad anything. If it's bad, it's bad. Okay, Father. Sure. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Sure. We got to be real people when it comes to each other because people have a huge, you know, place inside that's vulnerable regarding their soul when it comes to trusting people. Because many people have encountered, even us, different ways that people just wasn't trustworthy. And that's why people shadow away because they have trust issues. I'm afraid of being hurt. I got to put up a shield. I don't want to fellowship. I don't want to engage. I don't want to connect because I'm afraid that, you know, I may get hurt again. I'm afraid of something being exposed and I don't want no one to know. Because somewhere down the line, somebody had a negative motive towards that person's deeds and exposed them about it. And they're going to make sure they don't go through that ever again. For those who've been hurt in relationships, now they're out there cheating and treating people how they don't want to be treated because they're afraid of being hurt again. That's how people cry out. People cry out for attention in a negative way because they don't know how to cry out with truth because truth is good and every good thing comes from above. So if you're not under God's influence, you cannot receive from above. 
But thank God it's not behavior-based because you still receive good things coming your way. But cannot receive your full potential until you come alongside with God. Goes for me as well. That's why some people, when they leave out the room, they look back to see if anybody talking about them. Somebody taking long in line, they look back at the line and see who looking disturbed that they taking long. You walk away, you see, and, and try to look and make sure no one that you care about is, you know, going to be found untrustworthy. Even when you walk in the room and everybody get quiet, you wonder, can they be trustworthy? People will give you all the money they got just to have a sense of peace, joy, love, kindness, gentleness, generosity, faithfulness, and self-control. Hallelujah. New garments because of rededication. Recommitting our lives back to God. And us as a body, we are all connected. But God will put people in your path to connect with you. Let's get rid of all the negative motives. Let's start thinking about what people are going to say and think regarding the connection. It takes away from the freedom to allow God to freely move during the connections. Worrying about who watching, who connecting. Is somebody going to feel some type of way about a connection? Just connect and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Just enjoy it. We confess our faults to one another. It's not to continue to have to keep confessing the same faults. That's the purpose of confessing the faults because, you know, it's activating your gifts for that solution to be released upon that problem so it won't happen again. They're not going to connect us and keep talking about problems. Talking about things that, you know, don't benefit us to excel. We're not going to be fake people. We're authentic. We're original. Let's stay that way. Be in love with yourself, with the love that God first loved you with. Because if you don't love yourself, you can't release that here. Every fruit of the Spirit, He released unto you first. Because you can't give what you don't have. Neither can I. During this time, every message is going to be very sharp. It's up to you to listen whenever you choose to. Every D is going to be sharp because my mind is renewed to stay sharp. So are yours because we are connected. And if you're listening to this message, you are definitely connected to me. And I thank God for what he's doing in our lives. Are you ready? Let's go. Greatest who's in us, that he's in the world. Let's go.
gone.